Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice, and I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen, to subscribe, and to share this episode. I appreciate you. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Today's topic is a Father's Day edition, and I know I'm all about the ladies on my podcast, but it wouldn't be fair, right? I did a whole Mother's Day episode, so I have to show love to the fathers. So today is Life and Love Lessons My Dad Taught Me. We'll get into it right after this. are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality. You know, we could say something cruel about ourselves like, oh, I am having a bad day. Then guess what? Your whole day is going to be pretty bad. I just experienced that. I wasn't feeling good the other day and the whole day was like blah, <laughs> crying and stuff. What the heck? So that's why positive affirmations are around. But it is totally normal to have a not so good day as well. So sort out your thoughts and then bring it on back to some positive affirmations. Today's I am affirmation is I am a queen. I am a queen. Don't you feel like royalty just saying that? Tell yourself I love you in the mirror and say to yourself, I am a queen. You'll understand the total reason why I chose that affirmation for today from a lesson that my father taught me. But in reality, don't you just want to be a queen? We're all calling each other sis or queen these days. And we got Beyonce, Queen B, right? Even Lil' Kim, Queen B. Everyone wants to be a queen, and you are in reality. A queen is someone who demands respect, who knows who she is, who loves on others, who can respect another woman and adjust her crown without feeling like oh I'm not a queen anymore if I help her out no yes you are a queen is someone who just exudes confidence and knows who she is she could wear her sweatpants t-shirt hair tie with no makeup on or be dressed in her heels her dress looking good or however she wants to dress and still feel like a queen because that's who she is deep down inside I am a queen. I deserve to be treated like a queen. No, a man doesn't have to necessarily, you know, bow down to you or put you on his high pedestal and you have unbelievable uh, demands. And it's not like that, you know? I mean, but that does sound kind of nice, right? Oh, bow down when you're coming to my town. Okay. But, and a lot of women want to attract their king, but you got to be a queen first. Right? We're saying all day, oh, I'm a queen, she's a queen, but are you really? Look at yourself in a mirror and say, I am a queen. This woman knows her power. She knows her worth. She can walk into a room and you're like, oh, a queen has arrived. And that's you, boo. You have arrived. Who said that? Was it Nene from Real Housewives of Atlanta? But it's all based on who you are as a woman. I am a queen. And you can even close your eyes if you can. If you have time, close your eyes. And who do you see as a queen? 
Beyonce probably popped up, right? <laughs> but but not even that. Or even when you think of Beyonce, why does she call herself the Queen Bee? Why do we refer to her as a queen? Because yes, a lot of people bow down to her, but also because she just seems like she knows who she is. She demands respect. We've seen her documentaries where she just, where she's like a boss, right? She's a boss. And so many people who work with her, who respect her, that's a boss. That's a queen. A lot of people aspire to be Beyonce. A lot of people say, oh, I'm the Beyonce of my friends, whatever. It's more than the weave, the hair toss, the the hair blowing in the wind. It's more than just wearing heels or leotards. And, you know, it's, it's more than that. But with a queen comes the hive. So there's the beehive. And it's all these people who swarm around her and defend her and have her back, has her best interest. But what about queens recognizing other queens? We all have each other's back. We all have each other's best interest at heart. You are a queen, dear. And don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. I am a queen. I deserve to be treated like a queen. Put your head up, shoulders back, because you are a queen. Say it to yourself. I am a queen. Let's get into some girl talk. Yes, the girls are talking. Usually I have a woman guest on who's credible in a certain area, and I want to talk to her and, you know, serve you and give you some information, some tips, some self-care tips to be a better, powerful woman. Well, today is all about the fellas and the dads because they say a father is a daughter's first love. Now, sometimes that's great, and a lot of times we date men that are like our dads, right? And sometimes we're like, okay, I I can't date a man like my father because of whatever reason, right? Well, I'll just give a little backstory on my father. He is an incredible man. We're, um, We're very close. I'm very close to both of my parents. And my dad and I, we share a, the love of music together. I was rolling with him the other day, which is funny, coming to the studio right now, I was listening to a jazz station. And I text my dad like, man, you know, I totally forgot about this station. I was rolling with you the other day and you were playing this station and now I'm jamming. And he texts me back and he's like, I love that station. It's lit. First of all, who says lit? My dad What's funny is he asked me a couple weeks ago, what does lit mean? You know, I hear everyone saying it. I gave him the definition like, oh, it means it's it's hot. That's dope. You know, that's great. And so now he's been saying lit. He added it to his vocabulary. But, you know, we have the love of music together. I remember he's the reason why I love Tupac so much. When I was 10 years old, I used to cheerlead for a few years, and he would always play Tupac's All Eyes on Me album. So that's when I was really introduced to hip-hop and rap because my dad just played it out, my goodness. And ever since then, I can remember, we've been playing music together. He will play a song out. He will play a song like 10 times in a row. He'll pause it and like, did you understand that lyric right there? You know, and break it all down for me. And it's not just hip-hop. My dad has put me up on so, you you heard I I was just talking about jazz. It's hip-hop. It's jazz, blues, uh, you know, Curtis Mayfield. He loves sugar-free. Yes, sugar-free. Get your money while you... That's my dad. 
guy. He loves sugar-free. Uh, ice cubes, no Vaseline. Yes. He would roll down the street bumping it like it just came out yesterday. I'm like, sir, you are too old for this, but okay. Uh, but all genres of music, even some classic rock and R&B and just artists. I don't even know the names of some of these people, but we would just wake up on a Saturday morning and just listen to music all day. So that's how I connect with my father for the most part. He keeps me up on music. He keeps me up on politics and social issues. You could catch this man any day watching CNN, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, and wanting me to DVR my own TV to say, you need to watch this show every day. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I know I get it. Balance. Okay. But man, he's always reading. He's always giving me books to read. So my dad's dope and we have our own relationship. That's how we connect. And over the years, he's dropped some lessons that I'll get into right now. Love lesson. He says, if a man doesn't treat you like a queen, let him go. So that's why I came up with that I am affirmation for today, because I am a queen. And in past relationships, sometimes I have not been treated like a queen. I have not been treated the way I would want to treat myself. So why am I putting up with certain things, right? So that could have been a situationship or a relationship. If you're not treated like a queen, you write, you can write it down. I am a queen. And what does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? How are you being treated like a queen? How are you not being treated like a queen? How do you expect to be treated? So because my dad said that, I've let guys go pretty quickly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're not treating me right. You're not treating me like a queen. So I got to let this man go. And it's been that that quick. And I just always feel like I have my own back. My friends and family have my back. So I'm good. So be treated like a queen. And that's coming from a man. Also, I remember there was one point where, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're going after it, right? I was in school. I was working hard. I was doing everything that I felt like I needed to do. I guess I was doing things by the book and all kind of stuff. And I just still wanted a relationship. Like I had never had a serious relationship. And I went to my dad about it one day. Like it kind of bothers me. I wish that, you know, I had someone to share some of my success with and, to build and grow with I don't know how old I was I had to be I think I was feeling the pressures of other people just being in relationships and I'm like I want one you know you know how we had those moments then you come back to reality like nah I'm good but I went to my dad about it and I was like dad what do I do like you know I I have everything going except for a relationship and my dad said two simple words he said just live It's like, just live. You might want all of these things and it's going to come to you. Just keep on living and you will then attract it one day when you are ready. Just live. Don't let time pass you by. Don't keep thinking about what you don't have. Don't keep thinking about this relationship that you do not have. Just live. Don't look and compare yourself to other people and their relationships and what they doing what they're doing and what they have and what you don't have and dang I want that love connection I want to bring bring my man to a party with me I want my man here and there I want to share this moment with someone just live it's going to happen one day I was like all right dad and those are the only two tips I got for love because you know <laughs> he's still a man my dad might not want to listen to every 
heartbreak or headache that I've had, but he will be there when I really need him. He will listen when I'm like, look, I really need you and I, I really need to talk to you about this. And then he'll listen like, all right, because no man wants to hear their, their baby girl getting hurt, right? Because I feel like when you go through a heartbreak, a man feels like he can't do much. Men want to fix things, right? They want to fix the situation. They want to give a solution, but a tangible solution. And because it's not like, hey, I need, hey, my car broke down. Can you <laughs> can you refer me to a mechanic? And hey, we go to the mechanic together and you fix it. It's not something they could fix like that. It's a heart. And a heart is very strong, but very vulnerable. And it has its moments where it can be soft and weak. And we want help from the father or the man to fix that heart. And that's a lot to put on a man. And sometimes they don't know what to do. So they do what they can. So I have, I do appreciate my dad for how he's able to mend my heart at times. If I need to talk, he'll be real or just be like, let him go. Like, dang, all right. But I do have quite a few life lessons that my dad taught me. I also asked my brother, who's a father. I asked him and he said that what he learned from dad is to keep God first. Now, my dad is not a, uh, a big church guy, but he does believe in God. He does pray and everything. So he, he tries to keep God first. He tries to keep a positive mindset. No matter what he's going through, even if he's stressed or not feeling good about something that's going on, he does try to stay positive and know, okay, this is temporary. It's going to turn around. It's going to get better. Like we all have our times where things aren't going so well or not 100% in our lives. We all go through it. We all have our ups and downs. But how are you when you're going through a valley? Do you know, okay, I'm in this space because I need to learn a lesson. I'm being tested. How do I overcome and, and sit in a valley for a minute and appreciate the time there and talk to God all where you're there? And then sometimes we have our mountain where we're feeling very good about everything, right? So keep God first. Another thing he said is, if, if things don't go your way, always pick yourself back up. That's 100%. 100%. We're going to have those bad days. It's all right. Just know that it's going to be another day coming. You won't be in that space all the time, but you have to change your mind. I was crying about something this week. Had a little anxiety about some things and, or it could have been PMS for real though, but uh, I was talking to one of my friends. She hit me up like, hey, we need to catch up. So um, I debated on calling her for a few minutes. And then I finally did. And I told her, you know, honestly, I debated on calling because I wasn't feeling well today. You know, I, I felt like not myself. And I didn't want to drain anyone else with that energy. And she's like, girl, please. And we talked. And by the end of our conversation, she's like, you know, everything that you felt sad about are actually blessings I guess when things are kind of happening my problem is I need more patience and more faith so I get in my own head and get in my own way and start doubting things when it's like girl just relax chill and give it to God right God first if things don't go your way pick yourself back up so things weren't going my way in that moment in that time but I had to pick myself back up through my friend, actually, she helped me and think, okay, yeah, it's all about changing my perspective. That's all it is. Going through something bad, most of the times it's a positive that could go along with it. Another life lesson 
that my brother learned is to always be original. Very true. My dad is out. He's always, I think he's rapping or dropping lines. I don't know. He says something like, I strive to be different. I'll die to be number one. Like, who are you? What does that even mean? So pretty much though, he's always like, just be original. Don't try to be like anyone else. Being yourself is enough. Be original. Because being original and being yourself is enough. God made you the way he wanted to make you, right? So always be original. You don't have to look to the left, to the right to see what someone else is doing. Whatever you have is enough. Don't try to do what everyone else is doing. Always try to be your best and be original and just be yourself. Another life lesson he has is you're not better than anybody and nobody is better than you. Ain't that the truth? We can all sit on our high horse or be a queen and sit on our pedestal, right? And think, oh, I'm better than someone else, but absolutely not. No one is better than anyone else. God made all of us, and we are all amazing in our own way. Some of us will tap into our amazingness a little more, and some of us hopefully will work on tapping into that amazingness and being a great person because none of us are alike. You're not better than anybody And nobody is better than you. You're the bomb the way you are. Girl, you already got all your power. You got to just tap into yourself. Look within and figure out, okay, what is it that I can offer? What is my special talent? What is my special gift? I'm not better than anyone else. Meaning don't look down at anyone else. Everyone has their path. Everyone has their journey. Everyone has what they want to do. And whatever it is, you're not better or less than them. I'm in the entertainment world. It's hard to not look left and right and see people succeeding. It's hard not to look left and right and see some people that were hot are not so hot anymore. With radio and women in radio especially, sometimes you're on top and sometimes you're not and it's okay. But it is it's how are you when you're not in that space anymore. And sometimes you take a pivot. Sometimes you just go on another career journey like, okay, that was good. That was fun. But I'm not 100% satisfied. What else can I do to make me happy? and to feel fulfilled. But you're not better than anybody. That does depend on what you put value on too, though. You know, you might think, oh, my shoe my shoe game is better, or my outfit is better than this person. My hair is better than this person. My whatever is better than this person. No, you're not better than anyone else, and no one is better than you. I really like that. That, that was a new one that he dropped on me. I was like, okay, Dad. Of course, he also taught me treat everyone with the same amount of respect. That's why I like the meme that goes around, you know, treat the janitor the same way you would treat the CEO. They are both human. They're both people. One is just at, they're just at two different statuses in their life. And that is okay. That doesn't make them any different. They both deserve the same amount of respect. They both deserve to if you see them to say hello look let me speak to the ceo as well you can say hello to the janitor you know have a conversation see how their day is going and plus you never know what someone's going through just treat everyone with the same amount of respect we went to celebrate my nephew's graduation the other day it was my mom my dad and one of my nephews sitting at the table and we had a waitress who just she just felt she looked like she was so antsy or like i don't know like something was going on or she had a lot on her plate. And I just asked her, how are you doing today? And she's like, oh, it's been a lot. You know, we had this table and that table and it's been all day. And then we found out she um, she was pregnant. She wasn't showing at all. She probably 
just found out, I don't know, is that she was pregnant within the last month or two. So it's like, okay, now you get it. Now you understand. So treat someone with the same amount of respect. Just ask someone how they're doing and they might share some of your story and then you might get more of an understanding of why they are the way they are. The janitor was probably a CEO of a big company one day. You never know. You never know what happened. We'll all experience success. We will all experience some type of failure. But be respectful no matter if you are at your point where you're super successful or if you are at the point where you're going through a mini failure. I don't think they're failures. They're they're all life lessons. But whatever you're going through, if you're not feeling too hot, still respect your fellow brothers and your fellow sisters. Another lesson that I learned from my dad, which is a very, very important lesson, pay your bills on time and pay more than the minimum, okay? All right, so I I have him to thank for my credit because (laughs) I've always been that way. Just pay your bills on time and pay more than the minimum. If they say, hey, pay 25, try to pay 40. At least pay like $5 more because when it comes to credit cards, some of it is your interest. So you have to put a few more dollars on it so that it could pay for the actual product or whatever it is itself. So pay and pay your bills on time. A lot of your credit has to do with you paying it one time. And it sounds so simple, but I know that some people can um, fall back a little bit or be like, oh, okay, I'll pay whenever I can pay. It's like, no, try to pay it on time. It affects your credit. Uh, My dad, you know, being a man, being provider, has always been like ambitious and a hustler and made sure he had his money, make sure he's taking care of home and bills. And I've admired that over the years. And I'm like, okay, I want to be the same way. I want to have those same habits. That's an important habit to pick up. And it helps when you're ready to buy property and you're ready to move into your own home or even an apartment or even a car or get a loan for whatever it is, a new business venture, right? So it's important to pay your bills on time and pay more than the minimum. Those are most of the life lessons I, I Man, I try to get him in here to talk with me, but it's girl talk. (laughs) And um, I'm trying to focus on just all women. And I felt like, okay, well, I'll just talk about how a man can influence a daughter, you know, or the love between a father and a daughter. And plus, my dad is weird because he kind of likes attention, but not really at all. You cannot throw this man a surprise party. You cannot tell the waiter at the restaurant, hey, it's his birthday, and they bring the cake and ice cream. Nope, he ain't having that. He is not that type. And what's funny is he's been a salesman all his life, so he talks for a living. He sells for a living. He's persuasive, right? He has good conversations. He totally has the gift of gab. But when it comes to me being like, Dad, you know, call into my show. Let's have have a conversation about life and love lessons. Nope. (laughs) He is not the one to get on a microphone and do a podcast with me or call into my radio show or anything, not at all. But he supports and he listens. Actually, he called one time my college radio show way back in the day. I was graduating and he called. That was the only time he called in. He told me I should play Yolanda Adams, Never Give Up, because my career is just starting. You know, he was congratulating me graduating and saying that it's just the beginning you're gonna really excel in this industry and his career and that was the only time he called in but see the only time he called 
like it left a mark on my heart you know it's kind of like he he would do things but only for a purpose or or intentionally and I remember listening to that episode when I was driving to Sacramento for my morning show and I didn't even know that um, my mom was playing some of my old shows from college days and she played that episode and I remember kind of crying because I'm like dang you know he really believed in me and here I am going to do this morning show now so all that to say he is there except for if I ask him to call in (laughs) to my show he ain't gonna do it if I ask but he'll do it on his own so I do want to say a big happy father's day to any men that might be listening there have been men who hit me up before so happy father's day to you be sure to call your dad this weekend. Spend some time with him. Um, you know, go to a sporting event together. Listen to music together. Watch the TV show together. That's what uh, my dad and I would do sometimes, just watch a show. We It's usually like music documentaries, unsung or uncensored, something like that. And um, just spend, spend some time. And like I said, that we're really into music, but my brother's really into sports. So he'll call my dad, my brother for the sports stuff. He'll call me for the music stuff, and that works for us. But, yeah, I do love him so much. He tries to go out of his way for others. He looks tough. Like, whenever someone sees a picture, they'll say, like, it looks like your dad don't play. He doesn't. But in reality, he has a big heart, and he's very generous. So, shout out to my dad and all the dads out there. I did go on social media and asked everyone, what are some life or love lessons that they learned from their father? My homegirl, Kanisha, said that her father taught her, never love a man more than you love yourself. Woo! Ain't that a word, right? Talk about that. Self-love is what we all, I feel like, are going through right now on social media. Everyone's about healing and self-love and their journey and being great and being better than they were and leaving toxic people alone. All about our energy. Yes. So never love a man more than you love yourself. That means treat yourself like a queen, right? Love yourself like you are a queen. What you would do for yourself, if you don't curse yourself out or inflict pain onto yourself, you shouldn't accept that from anyone else, right? If you give yourself the love and attention that you deserve, make sure that the man that you're with is giving you love and attention that you deserve as well. And if you need to know how to attract that love, you can refer to the last episode of Love Languages one go girl all right another listener Rahelia said that her father taught her men don't come perfectly pre-packaged you balance each other's strengths and weaknesses that is very true we all or maybe I'm just trying to include everyone else but I have a list (laughs) we all most of us I think have a list in our head of a man that we want and it's this whole package deal right but sometimes the man will fall short You're not perfect either. So you're going to fall short in some areas of things that he might be looking for. That's why your core value, your foundation, your beliefs is what matters more than what this man has or, oh, I want a man who takes me out on dates. Okay, cool. You could go on a date and then he might not be showing you the attention or the love that you want, right? He could be disrespectful to the waiter or something like that. So that's not what you want. You need to look at the character, a man who's respectful to everyone as my father has said so you are going to have someone where you balance balance each other's strengths and weaknesses where I'm strong my man might be weak where my man is strong I might be weak but as long as we teach each other help each other understand each other 
grow with each other, evolve with each other, become better with each other and for ourselves, then that's what matters. It's a balance. And it shouldn't be a tug of war. It shouldn't be like a competition. Like, well, I'm good in this area. So, you know, that's why you should listen to me. And, you know, it shouldn't be that way. It should be, okay, you're you're great at this. Teach me how. Or I'll let you take care of that since you're better in that space. And another life lesson I got from Sherlina. She said, if he shows no interest in you, let him go about his way. And she said, I learned that because my dad has never been around. When I read that, I was just like, wow. Now she learned because of her father, because he wasn't around and he showed no interest in her. She's learned that about all men. Like if they don't show any interest, let them go about their way. That's, that's strong for her to think that and that's sad at the same time right to the point where some people don't have their parents around some people don't have their father around it's so sad and can only empathize with how they might be feeling because that's like a part of you that you might not know you know and a part of you that you're always wondering about or a part of you might feel lost a part of you might feel empty because of that but in her healing and her going on with life and letting her dad go is just like okay, he wasn't interested, leave him alone. Just going to leave my dad alone. And now I'm the same with men. If they're not interested, just going to leave them alone. Wow, powerful, right? But that's her taking her power back. Shout out to the fathers out there, though, that are there for their children. The stepfathers, the godfathers, all of them. Even fathers who are mentors. My dad always coached baseball, football, basketball. So he has so many young men who consider him like, kind of like a father to them as well because he's always just stepped up and been there for them if they needed to talk or I remember the baseball players used to just come to the house and chill like if they need an escape type place to just kick it it was like our home and um, he's always been like that just a big heart so and I also posed the question on social media to the guys what are some life lessons you've passed on to your daughters and the homie freeze He said, don't depend on a man to validate you, follow your passion, and always be true to yourself. Ain't that the truth? We look for so much validation through social media. If you follow me on my Instagram at I am Ashley Caprice, you can kind of see that I haven't posted a picture in like two weeks because I've really been sitting on the thought of ego and validation lately. Like a lot of us post pictures for likes and stuff, and I'm just kind of in a space where I'm like, who cares, you know? So um, I plan to post more, but being more intentional with what I post. But like Free said to his daughter, he doesn't want her to look for validation from a man. And I think that's where words of affirmation come from. So fathers, I feel like it's important to tell your daughters, I love you. You're beautiful, baby girl. You can do it. If she hears those words from you, she will not be swayed or feel like she needs to be validated from another man. You are the first man in her life. She has to. She needs to hear those words from you. Freeze also said for um, that he teaches his daughters to follow their passion and be true to their self, which is so important. You know, um, being who you are, which is a lifelong journey. We're always changing and figuring out new parts of us and growing and throwing away or, or leaving behind the old part of us. That's always going to be something but it's always you being true to yourself. 
And then following your passion, that's that thing where you were like six years old before life happened, before everyone else told you what you, what you should be when you grow up, that thing. Follow your passion. Follow what makes you happy. Follow what um, is in your heart, your heart's desires, all right? So shout out to the fellas. I really hope that uh, my girls, that you learned some life and love lessons. It's for Father's Day, so had to show love to the guys, but was trying to show some life and love lessons that we could all learn from our dads. So shout out to the fathers, the stepfathers, any man who stepped up to the plate and being the greatest dad. Now it is time for some music motivation. motivation. All eyes on me. That's it. That was super simple. (laughs) I chose that one because um, memories, right? Tupac, All Eyes on Me, 1996, the album dropped. And I remember my dad just dropping me off at cheerleading practice or whenever we had a, a game for the football team, cheerleaders. He was bumping his Tupac, All Eyes on Me album. And so I'm going to, of course, do some music motivation and flip it a little bit. You know, I, so at first I was going to pick a song that dealt with fathers, like oh Beyonce's dad song or Color Me Father. That's a really old school song that my dad would play sometime about a man stepping in to being, be the great stepfather. But I was like, that's, that's good and all, but that's so serious considering who my dad is. And he loves his hip hop. He loves his Tupac. When I think about my dad and music, I always think about Tupac. So that's why I chose All Eyes on Me today. And to tell you that all eyes are on you. With everything that you do, girl, make sure you are representing yourself the right way. Make sure you represent your parents the right way. Make sure you represent them for your strong, lovable dad. Or if you're like my social media friend, if your father wasn't around, represent anyway for the woman that you've become with him not even being in your life. You are still a strong, a fabulous woman, right? And shout out to the women raising sons who one day your son might be a father. All eyes are on you. So we got to make sure that we are always putting our best foot forward. We're always being the greatest we can be. Your sons are watching you. Your dad is encouraging you or you are doing your own thing and you're going to be great anyway. All eyes are on you. I hear there's a special bond. I hope I have a son one day. So, because I hear there's a special bond between a mother and her son. So appreciate that. Instill in him some great values. Instill in him what your father has taught you. Instill in him what you will want him to be as a man. Instill in him your son, your brother, your uncle, your cousin. You What you will want him to be as a father one day. What you will want him to be as just a man an outstanding citizen your children are watching you they are watching your every moves girl all eyes on you you're a queen right all eyes are on you your whole hive your whole beehive is watching you your beehive could be your friends your kids your co-workers your family whoever it is that supports you that's your tribe that's your beehive Those are the people that are watching you rooting for you pushing you saying yes you can you can do it You can be great, girl. You got it all, girl. It's within you, girl. You can do it, girl. All eyes on you. As you go into work today, if you're listening on your way to work, if you're cleaning on 
I know some of you wait to the weekend and maybe clean while you're listening to an episode or cook a little something while you're listening. All eyes on you. That dish that you're cooking better taste great. (laughs) The bathroom better be sparkling afterwards, okay? And you better show out and show up in that boardroom at work and be the best that you can. A lot of times, women are the only ones in that boardroom. And they're watching you. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to raise your hand. Don't be afraid to offer your input. All eyes are on you. You are a queen. I know there are some women that are raising their kids alone. And this weekend might say something on social media like, oh, happy Father's Day to me because I'm the mother and the father, which I don't really care for that. But, But all eyes are on you with you raising your children, not even just sons, your daughters too. So make sure that you are happy, that you are taking care of yourself, that you are showing yourself some love, you're showing others love, you're extending love to people that you don't even know. So be a great woman, all right? Because all eyes are on you. There were a lot of eyes on this next person. It's time to celebrate. Got to give a huge go girl shout out to Taraji P. Henson, actress and mental health advocate. She's the founder of the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation, and she spoke to Congress about mental health. So you go, girl. You go, girl. I feel like everyone is tackling this issue. Mental health is real. You know, I feel like a lot of people have been through depression or anxiety, and um it's not going anywhere. So we have to learn how to cope or think of other self-care practices so that we can be better to ourselves and to other people. And so she went to Congress and she gave a very, very emotional testimony. It breaks my heart to know that five-year-old children are contemplating life and that I just... We're expecting these children to come from traumatic experiences at home we're expecting them to go to school and learn, and it's just not fair. I'm here using my celebrity, using my voice to put a face to this, um, because I also suffer from depression and anxiety. And if you're a human living in today's world, I don't know how you're not suffering in any way. I mean, if you turn on the news, that's PTSD right there. And we have to turn this ball around or we're gonna lose we're going to lose humanity. Suicide and thoughts of suicide is affecting a lot of people. And, um, and I mean, there, the times have changed, right? We got social media. We have cyberbullying. We have so many other variables that plays into people um, thinking about suicide now. It's sad. It's so sad. And for Taraji P. Henson to be very vulnerable, to speak out about this, and to hope for change and try to do her best to make a change, I really hope that things can happen. And for her, someone who is successful, has a show, an empire, and has done so many incredible things in Hollywood, the industry, in the TV and film industry, and for her to sit there with tears in her eyes. It was one point where she couldn't even speak because she was so sad about thinking about a child being five years old thinking about killing themselves it's heartbreaking i put the video a video clip on my instagram at go girl podcast where you see the tears in her eyes and a hurt and a pain 
So for her to be so vulnerable and to speak out against this and um, bring light to something that's happening all the time, you go, girl. We need more women like her to be a voice. And like she said, she's putting her face to this. This is what some people with depression and anxiety look like, look just like her. And she has a son in his 20s. So him seeing all eyes on you, right? Him seeing his mom, who I'm sure he looks at as a queen, seeing her break down and be vulnerable and be open and honest about who she is, about her feelings and about her organization. I'm pretty sure it made him think, wow, my mom is powerful. That is powerful for her. And she knows young women and young men are watching. Her son might be a father one day. And because of this, he could see what to look for in a woman, what to help his daughter with, you know, like letting them know how mental health and depression is real, all because of his mama. So you go girl, Taraji P. Henson. Well, that wraps up this episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I hope you Got some life and love lessons on fathers and what they could teach their daughters. And I hope you have an amazing Father's Day this weekend. Hope you and your dad do something special. I'm going to get out of here, but please be sure to follow this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can search Go Girl with Ashley Caprice. And be sure to leave a comment on my social media and you can tag me at Go Girl Podcast or at I am Ashley Caprice. I love all of the feedback. You can catch every episode on my website, which is www.ashleycaprice.com. Until next time, I'm getting out of here. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And remember, I am a queen. You go, girl.